what uh, what movie uses this song? That is also a pretty good movie that I watched over the break. War Dogs with Jonah Hill. Oh yeah, that also has uh, Miles Teller in it, who is one of my favorite actors. Why do I know him? I was watching that entire film, going, man, where do I know this dude from? But I wasn't motivated enough to Google it, or I guess IMDb it. Yeah, I, I don't know where you would specifically know him from, but he's done a bunch of really, really good stuff. Okay, because he was really good in War Dogs. Yeah, he's the he's the man. Which is a true story, by the way, of a couple of twenty-something stoners in South Beach who decide that they're going to defraud the U.S. government. They are arms dealers, and they find a way to bid on government contracts because the government was required to make the contracts public. So Jonah Hill, as Ephraim, whatever the hell his name is, decides he's going to bid on these government contracts, and they get involved in the shady world of supplying arms and ammunition and it's it's a really great film. I thought Jonah Hill was good, and that Miles uh, Teller. Full. What else? G- give me a couple of things that he's been in. So he, I, I don't know if you would know him from this because it hasn't even come out yet, but he will play the starring role in the new Top Gun movie. So yeah, he's been that. he's been in in that. No. And then he did a movie where he played a boxer that I believe Southpaw. No, was based on a true story. Uh, where Rocky. He, That's a good one. Um, Vinny Pazienza. Oh. Um, it, the movie is called Bleed for This. That's not it. He did that. Um, he also has a movie, I'm looking at the list right now, mm-hmm. um, that he did with Kyle Chandler. Him and Kyle Chandler are very close. The coach from Friday Night Lights who we love? Yes. The dude from Bloodline who we also love? Yes. Don't know it. Yeah. What that, else? Uh, man, he's he's got some of the best movies. Um, a a drumming movie uh, called, Drumline? called Whiplash. Oh, oh that one with that bald dude? Yeah. Because I just don't think you actually gonna like you know him because he's famous. I don't think you're gonna like. No, I know there's something I've seen him in that I that I think I really enjoyed, and I'm just I'm trying to figure out what the hell it he was. He was in he was in Footloose, N- the remake of Footloose, obviously, because yeah. he wasn't alive when the first one. Did came you see out. Project X? Did I ever? What a film! No, what was that about? Okay, so so it's not looking good for you. Maybe it was just that one. Uh, maybe it was War Dogs the first time I saw it. Maybe that's uh, War Dogs <laughs> is the one with the stoners that are very yeah. motivated. Oh yeah, it's it, it, uh, and they used us. Uh, so what you want? There's some really good music in that. I think you'll love it. Speaking of movies, uh, oh by the way, oh. I'm Drew Garabo. She's Michael Rotunda. He's John Sending. We're Drew Garabo live. We're back live today after the four day Thanksgiving holiday. We hope you survived. If you did, you're listening to the show. If not, you're not. Um, I uh, I saw another Will Ferrell film. Over the break, and I I have to say, I wouldn't go so far as to say this is a great movie, but I will say he was not annoying in it, and his acting range I, I was impressed with. I don't know this movie at all. I don't know if anybody has seen this movie, and the only reason I watched it, this is so weird, I've never watched a movie by mistake. Okay, here's how it happened. Uh Uh-oh. Had a rough night Friday night. Uh, just went out with some friends and and did not properly hydrate as much as I could and oh, should how, have. How wild are we talking? Like, come on. Like, don't skip over the wild parts and lead us to the bed in the next morning without giving giving us a little something. <laughs> some, some, some pretty wild stuff happened. Like what? Like, what? like orgy wild? No, like drank no. too much wild? Like, shots. Uh, somewhere Stuffing? between... Wow. Do you mean like... Not Thanksgiving stuffing? Oh, like, okay. like K-hole no. stuffing? Uh, no, no, no. Somewhere between drinking too much and an orgy. Like somewhere in that gray area there. Okay. So, um, 
That seems uh, like a broad spectrum. Yeah, 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 it really is. No, I, like, how did we get here? Deliberately, uh, <laughs> deliberately ambiguous on this one. Anybody get in trouble? Oh, Anybody get arrested? Somebody uh, got asked to. A group got asked to leave a certain place, and oh. why? Just you know, I guess some places what get kind of hung up on what girls can do with each other or to each other in public. I don't know. I, I did had no idea there was. Oh such man, strict this is like uh, this is like somebody not being open with. Like same-sex love? Well, I don't know that it was discriminatory as much as it was. Oh, it was like a couple girls that shared shared a kiss in public, and all of a sudden some crotchety manager comes over and kicks them out. That's that's bullcrap. You're right. That would be bullcrap, and I would say definitely more crotch than crotchety. Uh, just you know, I, I I'm not here to defend the people who got asked to leave, uh, because I I I think some inappropriate behavior probably took place. That probably this. This venue made the right choice in asking these people to leave. Oh, okay, so like, what what base was being, um, you know, crossed? Well, I think once, when you know, to be asked to leave, you know, yeah. in twenty twenty, I feel like it's got to be pretty extreme, especially at this place. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would say if you're rounding second and going to third, oh wow, uh, then you should probably you know take that somewhere else. Oh, that's kind of hot. Even though I was probably encouraging that uh, at the time. Anyway, oh yeah, I could see how you were feeling rough the next day. Oh, rough. So rough, dude. Yeah. So I, I was really, really hurting the next day. I mean, to the point where I felt clammy. You know that clammy, lethargic, probably got COVID feeling. Uh, so oh, God, that's th- okay. Oh, yeah. I think did, they call it a hangover. Did that go away? I hope. Or? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it did definitely. <laughs> um, so, uh, so the next day we did nothing but somehow drag our asses to breakfast at Craft uh, Cafe. In St. Petersburg. Ooh, uh, what did you have? Uh, well, I had the Kyoto cold drip coffee, which is just uh, phenomenal. That's a Japanese coffee with a giant ice cube, correct? It, uh, they don't serve it. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, and uh, and I had a uh, breakfast pizza of bacon, egg, and potato that was amazing, Ooh. along with some avocado toast and an over-medium egg. Um, so somehow dragged ourselves to breakfast and then back to the hotel. And then um, this is where the mistake came in. And I don't know that anybody's ever fallen victim to this before. We're on the channel guide, and uh, my girlfriend goes, hey, this Will Will Ferrell movie says that it has rape and murder in it. Hmm. And I said, that doesn't sound like any Will Ferrell movie that I've ever seen before. And I said, well, let's watch it. I mean, if if it's a dark Will Ferrell movie, hell yeah, let's watch it. Well. So that's what you were looking for, was rape and murder. Well, I just. That seems like quite a dichotomy, you know, the juxtaposition of Will Ferrell in a movie with rape and murder in it. Our our uh, extreme hangover mornings are very different because I'm very fragile when I'm <laughs> severely hungover. Like right. I'm only can do like very moderate entertainment because anything at any moment could make me break out in tears. I or, get that. Or you know, d- send me down a deep spiral. So interesting that that's what you were going for. Uh, v- also very interesting. Great job by Philbo Braggins who d- dragged up a tweet from two years ago. That he tweeted out that said, John, speaking of John Senning, is the biggest Miles Teller mark I've ever known. <laughs> I, you, I actually love him. You've been riding that Miles Teller I, train for dude, two years. I love him. I think without a shadow of a doubt, he's the most underrated actor of our generation. Oh. He is the man. I'm just saying. I, I feel very, very strongly about it. I do. Let it be known. And you just threw his threw his name out there all willy nilly. He was fantastic in War Dogs. Good. And, and everything else he's ever done. I don't done. know who he is. So, uh, so I kept waiting. In this movie with Will Ferrell, and I'll probably give it away here, uh, Elaine from Seinfeld. 
And uh, I know she has a real name, but really everybody knows her. They don't know her as a former Saturday Night Live cast uh, member. They don't know her as Julia Louise Dreyfus. Uh, they know her as Elaine from Seinfeld. Incredible dancer. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, I love when I get a Seinfeld reference because I didn't see that many episodes of the show. <laughs> and um, it's a movie about a marriage that goes downhill. And the movie's called Downhill. Well, it's funny because I have yet to see it, but somebody reached out to me not that long ago and said, hey, you've got to see this movie. It has some of your favorite things in it, Will Ferrell and an avalanche, which I watched the preview. It looks pretty good. Um, It was. Uh, it's, it's weird, but you're going to watch it from a different perspective because you're going to watch it, A, not hating Will Ferrell already, and B not expecting a rape or murder to take place because I kept wondering when it's going to happen. Like not to give too much away, but Julia Louis-Dreyfus is going to the, with this ski instructor to a little ski cabin. And I go, Oh my God, this is where he's going to rape her or murder her. Oh man. But no rape or murder takes place in that movie. She, my girlfriend completely misread the description on another film. Oh. I've well, done that. Been oh. there, done that. Right. I wouldn't have opted to watch it if that was the description, though. Um, See, that's the thing. It's probably the thing that happens more often, people trying to avoid rape and murder <laughs> and end up sadly being caught off guard with a rape or murder, <laughs> not for somebody who's really looking for some rape and murder, uh, getting a, a you know a, a warm comedy instead. It, I wouldn't say it's warm, uh, and, and there wasn't that much laughter to be found in it. It's it's overwhelmingly sad. It's, it's really about the strained marriage of Will Ferrell and Elaine. Well, during the the preview, so this isn't too much of a of a spoiler what I saw, they're at like at a ski resort and an avalanche and an avalanche comes oh, yeah. and rather than protect his family, Will Ferrell just runs away and leaves his wife and children to be killed. Yeah, well, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. No, knowing that, that's the pivotal moment of the film. If you did a quick Google re like review search, do not waste your time on this movie. Has to be one of the worst, dull, boring movies I've seen in a long time. It was 80 to 85 minutes long, a family on a ski trip, then back to the motel, next day skiing, and then out to dinner. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. blah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not here to tell you that that's an inaccurate review. I'm just here to tell you that for what I needed at the time, which was like to help nurse me back to health so I could go to the Dolly Museum, uh, then that's what I needed. By the way, this is going to come off as such an uneducated, uncultured comment. Salvador Dali, this, not this part. Salvador Dali is a genius, in my opinion. Yes. I, I need a little insanity in my geniuses. I, I just need a little dark side uh, reflected in their work. Right now at the Dali Museum, there's this uh, immersive exhibit on Vincent Van Gogh. And Vincent Van Gogh is a celebrated artist whose work is so boring to me. Like, he, all he draws is, is flowers in a field. No. Yes. No. Yes. Have so you, you seen a starry night? That's not flowers okay, in a field so, at yeah, all. He, draw, so he draws a starry sky. night. Okay, and that's great for him, but, like, what the hell's so special about drawing a, a starry sky? He was mad. He chopped his own ear off. Right. He was crazy, but none of that is reflected in his work. He has the work of a very normal 9-to-5 businessman. Let me see some of that weird chopping your ear off in your art. <laughs> so, like, give me, show me a field of flowers with, like, a decapitated kid 
bleeding out and dogs Whoa. tearing his body. Dude, what's going asunder? on with you, dude? What? Just, that's Why did what you I go down the kid route. Seriously, dude, what is? I mean, I just want a little disturbing. You want? I mean, <laughs> oh rape God. and murder and child decapitation oh. is kind of yeah. Like, is that you, why you watched that before you went to the museum? Were I, you feeling artsy? I hadn't really thought about I mean, that. I mean, there's a, there's a very startling pattern unfolding yeah. for us. Oh, and it's even worse, too, because of the Thanksgiving uh, movie that we watch on Thanksgiving night, oh, no. but I won't tell you that yet because you'll really pile on. You'll have me committed. Um, no, I just, I, I love the Dolly Museum. I think it's amazing. I love the work of Salvador Dali. Uh, Vincent Van Gogh's work is incredibly dull to me. Like, I, I look at his paintings, and there's nothing special. Salvador Dali, he's got a painting of his wife, Gala, looking out at the ocean that when you stand 12 meters away turns into a portrait of Abraham Lincoln. That's friggin' genius right there. He's got melting clocks. He's got well, unexplainable fish in his work. That's his art. He does surrealism. Yeah, I know. I was there. I read. Van Gogh is a different kind of artist. They aren't supposed to be... They're supposed to be, what's it called, apples to oranges? They're different yeah, artists. Right. But Respect I them equally. Van Gogh's got hues of blues and everything. So I mean I I just I I would I was ugh. I'm just glad you took my recommendation because well, remember I was like telling you that that was the, the only suitable thing that could replace a uh, a laser light show yeah so I'm just I'm just glad you went down. I did. Oh yeah, I did. what you, you called Dolly? <laughs> <laughs> you called Salvador Dolly something else last week. I don't remember that. <laughs> It'll come back to me. I don't remember what happened last week here. <laughs> Our number is seven two seven. Five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. I called it the Dalai Lama Museum. Yeah. You called it that again today, and I loved it. I, I did. I did. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. You walked in. You said, "How was the Dalai Lama Museum?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't have the I didn't have the heart to correct you. Yeah. Well, still the I, Dalai Lama Museum would have been badass. Yeah. But man, I mean, I I I get it. Like you painted a field of flowers, but holy crap. There, there's nothing disturbing yeah, there. I feel like that's kind of like the average person's take on all high-end art. Okay. I, I feel a little bit better about that. I felt so uncultured thinking it and then saying it out loud. I just thought, like, you unwashed heathen, who are you who's done nothing with your life except be a loudmouth on the radio to criticize Vincent damn Van Gogh, who's, who's drawn some beautiful stuff? Maybe Who am I? I think you should go on a Van Gogh rabbit hole and find out what it is that's crazy about him. Nah. Uh, tomorrow on the show, we will have an update for you on uh, Drew Saves Christmas. It is Giving Tuesday tomorrow, so we will start off the show with a big announcement about that that, um, that will fit right in line with Giving Tuesday. Uh, today's Cyber Monday. Uh, did, you guys, uh, did you guys buy anything online? I think you're supposed yeah. to. Um, not today. Mm. I Well, mm. yeah. I did. Okay. <laughs> Nothing exciting. I bought myself uh, uh, beard oil and butter and Ooh, uh, also uh, some CBD oil for my dog. That is, that's very exciting. You, did, was, you, were you bogo. surprised to see that I kept the beard? Yeah, the hell break? yeah. It, 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 it's looking good. Thank you. Thank you. It's but ever since we started talking about beard oil so much more, I'm just bombarded with beard oil advertisements on my Instagram and everywhere. Sure. And this one got me. It was. It's like a. It's like a special Christmas scent, like Jack Frost. So and it's supposedly like uh, uh, fir trees and peppermint, and it's like. I want to get some Christmas tree beard oil. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if anybody's seen that film uh, Downhill. I'd love to talk to him about it because I could see where people would hate it. But I was just so enamored with not hating Will Ferrell in a movie that I convinced myself that I love the film. Well, I mean, it's it's now I your second that. Will Ferrell movie in two weeks. So, I mean, clearly you're a I fan. Know. I watched a little bit of Elf again, too. 
Drew Gobble Live, hello, who are you? Good for you. Thank you. Hey, this is Chris. Hi, Chris, how's your day? Hey, it's going great, Drew. Thank you for asking. You bet. Uh, ho- ho- hopefully you're doing the same. Hey, I wanted to talk to you about um, your art experience at the uh, Van Gogh Museum. The Dolly um, Museum with the Van Gogh exhibit, yes. It's a great museum. Yeah. Everybody should get down there. They're sold out for the next couple of weeks for this exhibit, which tells me yeah. there are a lot of Van Gogh fans out there. There are, and he's a great artist. And, and, and you know, I agree with you on the, um, the, the flower pictures and things like that, and I want to... A reference a, a movie clip from the breakfast club Ooh. when he says monet really pumps my nads oh. because if you look at the monets they're the same they're all vanilla but again that can was i ask how old you are uh 50 so for the last 35 36 years of your life you've been misquoting and totally screwing up a reference to one of john hughes if not john hughes finest film the Breakfast Club. You've been doing it that wrong, and no one thought to correct you. That is correct because you are smarter than me with reference quotes to I'm movies. Not. That's, so, yes. well, maybe with that reference, I am. But but just just so you know, because your friends didn't have the heart to do it, uh, he never said. And you're speaking of Bender, of course, Judd Nelson's character. Of course, Bender never said Monet, the French impressionist, really pumps my ads. He says Moliere really pumps my nads, Jean-Baptiste Molière, uh, a playwright in the 1600s, because he's holding up a piece of uh, a literature, and he says, oh, yeah, Molière really pumps my nads. Oh, so I-, I could see where someone would think Molière Monet, but it is my esteemed pleasure, sir, to shine the light on you. I do agree with you, and I thank you for the correction. However, at the time, I did not have closed captioning on my television and if I would have, I may have gotten it correctly. Maybe. But I do appreciate. Maybe. I, I do appreciate you correcting me, and I will m- never make that mistake again. <laughs> well, look, I got to pay it forward because it's one of the most quotable films ever in the history of film, and uh, it's definitely my pleasure to finally. I would just like for you to find all the people that you grew up with, so you can call I'll them. Call and them. I will, after I hang up you. with you, I'm going to call every <laughs> single one of them and their ex-girlfriends, perfect, and their children, and properly. Um, yeah. Excuse myself. Perfect. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's the least you can do for the late John Hughes. Drew Gobble Live. Hello. Who are you? This is Gavin. Hey, Gavin. What's up, bud? Hey, I watched that movie Downhill. Did you it, hate it? It's a remake of a, a, a Norwegian film that I'd seen before. Oh. What are you doing yeah. watching Norwegian movies? I don't know. It, was just, <laughs> it seemed interesting, so I rented it, and then I saw, hey, it's come out again, so I... I watched it the second time. Talk to me about the original versus the Will Ferrell and Julia Louis-Dreyfus version. The original is, you know, he he leaves the kids, and you know when he comes back, you know they're they're you know they, they immediately pounce on him with with the Will Ferrell version. You know they it kind of took a, mom a while to get you know upset, and then everybody else went from there. Oh. All right, so there was more of a slow burn in the original, as you're telling me. Yeah, and, and then and then their their marriage collapsed. Oh, yeah, they, they were done. <laughs> yeah, and, and in uh, in downhill, it was just kind of real strained, right? Yeah, and you know she faked that that injury so he could carry her down the, yeah. the hill. So uh, we, don't, they'll be giving away alert. the ending to everybody. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Wow. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> By the way. Um, I thought before this weekend 
that Waffle House had the finest hash browns that you could get because they have a number of uh, options for you. You can get them scattered, covered, chunked, all that stuff. Mm. Right here in St. Petersburg, there is a diner, open 24 hours no less, that has the best and the best assortment of hash browns can I guess? that I've ever had in my life. Of course you can. Second and second. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. It's they, the best. Yeah, they Nailed take it. they take the hash brown game to the next level. They also have a kale salad available at 2 a.m. for the late night micas. Which you know? nobody cares about. But uh, the hash brown options, which I enjoyed yesterday, you can get the plain Jane brown. Mm, nothing really right home about. They're still good. My lady opted for the bacon bleu Ooh. brown with chopped bacon and bleu cheese. What did I get? John, did I get the five alarm brown, which is sriracha, jalapeno, and chipotle barbecue? No. No, no I did I was not. Say, it didn't sound like you, honestly. Did I get the fat pig brown with bacon, ham, and sausage? No, because I don't want to feel like a fat pig ordering anything. I got the Philly brown. Oh. Oh, you opted for the healthy choice. <laughs> I don't think hash browns and healthy choice necessarily go together. The Philly brown shaved ribeye. Caramelized Ooh. onion and cheese sauce atop that so, bad boy. So is that the meal, or is that? No, dude. Come on. What am I, okay. a kid? Okay. So what do you have? Like a pancake with that? No, I had an omelet. I made my own omelet. Oh wow. Wow. Bacon, caramelized onion, and goat cheese. Made my own. That's a lot of cheese. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of cheese. Drew Gobble Live. Hello. Who are you? How's your tummy? Fine now. Hi. Um. Hello. Hi. What's your name? Janice. Hi, Janice. I'm calling I about said, hi, Janice. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. Good. I'm calling about the Van Gogh discussion. Ugh. Oh, God. Boring. Well, I know a lot about it, so I wanted to give you guys a little bit of information. Okay. We'll lend you an ear. Get that. Okay. Van Gogh joke for you. So Van Gogh is all about the lighting. He was the first to bring lighting to art. Not lighting like where you uh, add white to make it lighter or add black to make it darker, but actual lighting in the picture. So if you study Van Gogh from the beginning to the end, you'll see a point where he moved to the south of France before he went crazy. And um, that's where he found the light. So that's why he celebrated is because of the lighting. He was the first to do it. And Wait, I'm Monet sorry. Followed. Hold, on, hold on one second. I'm sorry. I'm a little slow on the uptake. Not the brightest bulb in the lamp here. You're telling me that before Van Gogh came along, no one was using lighting in art? Nope. Not accurate lighting, not the lighting like you look at a tree and you can see all the little hues of lighting the way it hits the branches. Oh, Van Gogh did that with the flowers. That's why the flowers are important. Because <laughs> of the because lighting. If you, see, if you see a field of flowers, the way the shadows fall and the light hits that, that's in his pictures. Nobody was doing that before him. That is why he was celebrated. It's oh, the lighting. God, I feel so uneducated. Uh, so, I mean, you kind of yeah. have to know something about art then to appreciate that, right? You can't just go in as a rube like me and then appreciate it. Exactly. Because like that's the why Dal Dal Dolly is so uh, it, it, it entertains you. It entertains yeah. your yeah. eyes, but he doesn't have he doesn't have half of it, what Van Gogh has. It's really it's really low Nobody brow. Does. It's really low brow art, isn't it? <laughs> Which one? Da Dali. Well, no. So he's, Dali is for the pedestrian like me who can just walk yeah. in and but go, oh, it's entertaining. Da Dali is the uh, the juggalo of the art community. He's yeah, going to dance you know, and it's going to be fun. He's but celebrated for all that, that, all that stuff that's in there. It tells a whole story and it's all visual. 
I got it. All right. So, yeah, I mean, like, you can look at Dali's art and go, whoa, that's really weird. That lady's got, like, uh, right. three heads and, you know, that dude's got cherries for testicles and right. whatnot. Uh, but, but, and, like, Van- at the same time period as Van Gogh, Monet was coming up. He really and pumps he, my nads. if you look at his picture and get really close, his picture is painted with pixels before pixels were even pixels. So um, if you get, you have to, at his paintings, you have to be so far back to appreciate the art. If you go forward, it's just all pixels, little tiny squares of color. Very strange. But he didn't have the light in his art until Van Gogh. And then he learned how to do it too. So Thank you, Janice. Everybody took a a change. The artists in New York, they took a change in their artwork. Janice. Janice, if you had to make yeah. sweet, passionate love to only one artist, who would it be and why? Ooh, good question. Uh, I, I, that is not in the ballgame. I don't even know. What, are you sewn up I down there or something? Equate, but I, <laughs> I, I, re- I really do love Van Gogh's work. So okay, so Van Gogh, I, I got it. it. All right. Never called into a radio station before, oh, but I figured oh, the world needs to Oh, gold shark color. Thank you so much. I'm glad my, uh, I'm glad my uneducated and un- uncultured opinion right. of art could get you to call in today. It was a delight speaking with you. But, but now, if you see Van Gogh, you'll appreciate his work more. Uh, no, eh, I won't. Hey, you know what a pickup line would be uh, to Vincent Van Gogh, right? He'd be leaning against his vehicle, and you'd go up to him, and you'd be like, uh, "Hey, I'd really like to see that Van Gogh." <laughs> Thank you, John. All right, well, I guess you got to exactly. go, Janice. Bye. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling us. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. All right. Janice. 727-579-1025. Drew Gobble Live. Hello. Who are you? Man, my name is Mike, and I've been listening for a few years. And, man, I'm so impressed with how you've been able to manage still being such a great asshole to everybody. Well, it's a skill I acquired from about the age of, well, not two. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. Goodness gracious. Oh, that was real. Wow. I thought he was going to, like, go expound. And I thought it's been fairly uh, friendly today. Yeah, I mean, it. You know, I, I corrected the guy very gently. About, oh, maybe that's what it was. Well, I mean, well, I, I don't think I was a downright asshole to the guy. It was uh, well, I, I mean, you'd have to ask him. But <laughs> Drew Grubb alive. Hello, who are you? Hey, this is Eric. Hey, I'm Eric. gonna try and make this um, quick and a lot less boring than the last lady. Oh, don't you dare um, speak to Janice like that. Sorry, Janice. Uh, Julie Louise Trotis. Man, she's still hot. She still got it in that movie Downhill. Um, number two. Peanut Butter Falcon finally got around to see it. That was a great movie. What a that beautiful, is awesome. beautiful film. Three, um, the best fast food hash browns is Dunkin'. Oh, my God. He was trolling. That was a joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah, he's trolling. <laughs> Immediately, I discarded that opinion. Okay, okay. Because, yeah. honestly, I will go as far as this. a Togo reaction. Nothing, <laughs> nothing pisses me off more in life. There's never been a food item in life more that pisses me off as much as Dunkin' Donuts hash browns. And partially I'm mad at myself. You're mad because, at a hash brown? Well, I'm, no, actually, I'm mad at myself. Okay. Because for some reason, I still order them if I go to Dunkin'. <laughs> that's a big if. Yeah. But if I go there, I'm like, okay, a hash brown. You know, like that seems like a nice little accompaniment for a coffee. No yeah, big deal. Sure. Every freaking time, half of them are frozen or they're all cold in the middle. They're floppy. They don't even have a fryer there. A lot of times, Micah, we think we're mad at the hash browns. We're actually mad at ourselves. No, I am mad at yeah. myself. But I couldn't have. I could. The groundwork for me to be mad at myself was laid out by those bitch ass hash browns that are never even firm and barely even warm. Wow. That guy hit a nerve with me. I apologize. <laughs> I, I feel like he was trolling. Because I, I don't think. A, we weren't talking about fast food hash browns. We were talking about sit down diner right. hash browns. He may- B. <laughs> 
I don't think those are going to end up on anybody's favorite hash brown list. Obviously not John's. I, you could give me every hash brown ever known to man. I don't care what's in them. I don't care who made them. Duncan is last. How do you know they don't have a fryer? Did you ask? Have you ever had one? No. I, I think they just have a microwave. Yeah, no, they do. They don't have a fryer. So they take fried hash browns that are frozen and they and they warm them up. They nuke in them. a microwave or in some sort of because you know sometimes like they got like a little oven like you know uh, like Subway does their little sandwich things in an oven like maybe yeah. it's something like that but it is an atrocity. Huh? No, it is. We should walk I'm, next door. It is. I'm not. Done. I'll go for the snack and bacon if anything, and that's still a mess. What's snack and bacon? It's just bacon. Oh, to snack they just on. give you bacon to snack on. Yeah, that sounds like a good win. Yeah, it's keto, I guess. Seven two seven. I don't want to make it matter. I think it's coated in sugar. So seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. It's not you. Uh, no disrespect to the uh, to the Me Too movement, um, but I, I'd like to start the U two movement. Um, it's something we all do, and I and we need to stop it. It's the most socially awkward thing that you can do, and I did it today. And we're going to find out how we can eradicate the U two movement next.